after these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages. This is the podcast where we talk about TV commercials. We talk about good ones, and we talk about bad ones, and we talk about ones where people say weird shit like this. Your resume shows that you have a lot of experience. Yes, mostly driving a bulldozer. I love that so much. That's my new favorite commercial. My name's Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Has. Hey, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. Uh, what is coming up on our pod kizzle today? <laughs> well, uh, you may remember, uh, listeners may remember, a while back, I think at least a year ago, uh, we did a show about... Uh, ranking or rating uh, football player actors in commercials. And so to, uh, since in, in honor of March Madness, uh, we are looking at NBA and WNBA players uh, and, and assessing their viability as commercial actors. Now, that's interesting that you say and WNBA players because I opened up your show sheet before, and thank you for putting it all together, but now if you'll allow me to shame you. Uh, <laughs> I saw that you had called it basketball men, and I went through, and I didn't see any basketball women in here. Well, I had yes. to add yes. the WNBA players. Should we talk about that? The fact that I didn't think of them? Your gender bias against, yeah, women basketball players. I'll be honest with you. I looked up the top 10 um, basketball endorsement people mm-hmm. like for the most money who gets the most money right. and you'll be shocked to learn that the top 10 money getters are all male players no yes no indeed no <laughs> anyway i put a couple in there um and uh so i'm looking forward to that and so we're gonna are we ranking them or crowning a king uh, let's do letter grades because okay. we were saying oh, earlier that's what we did for football guys. it would have been fun to come up with some sort of bracket system but i lack the uh time or ingenuity <laughs> right um no thanks for putting the show together i appreciate it even though it was was really gender biased. Uh, anyway, we also got some new suggested slogans for our show yes. from listeners. We were getting really, we, before the show said, we're ready to crown our winner. And then I heard one of these slogans and I am not ready You're to not crown. You're not ready a, anymore. No, so the discussions because continue. now I have two favorites. Yeah. And in fact, I think we kind of disagree a little bit. So we will we'll find out um, what the new one is today. And then maybe we'll, uh, I don't know, get you guys in on it. Because I'm really conflicted, but also very excited. Yeah, we have some we've got, good options. We've got some really good options. We really do. Thank you, guys. Okay. Uh, for starters, though, let's get into this uh, basketball topic. So what are we called? Basketball men? I just wrote that as a placeholder. <laughs> it's not a very good name. That's not in keeping with my, it doesn't, it's not even a pun. <laughs> no, it does. we'll, we'll come up with something good. I'm <laughs> <laughs> the only music that says universally says basketball. Really, I just picked this randomly. Oh, really? That's, does well, that's, it have a connection? It to does basketball? actually have a connection mm. to basketball. Yeah. Um, the uh, I believe the Washington Generals use this music. Oh, famously. The famous right. Washington Generals. Um, so I mentioned uh, at the top that I looked at a list of players who have the most money from endorsements. You will mm-hmm. be unsurprised to learn that the very top of that list is one Mr. LeBron James. Aha. Uh-huh. The, the, the basketball, king himself. The king himself. The, the basketball player that even a person with zero knowledge of the sport could identify as an important basketball guy. Mm-hmm. This is kind of, we were talking over the weekend, we were watching a baseball game too, 
wasn't it you who was saying that like baseball doesn't really have a LeBron James? Like you, you have the most famous people. You have Mike Trout. Yeah. Um, but it's they're just not household names the way. I asked you if there were people who are who are like that because to me there aren't. Like mm-hmm. I don't know who does Mike Trout play for. The Angels. Okay. See, I don't know anything about and him. Bryce Harper used to play for the Nationals. Yeah. I at least traded. know Mike Trout is a name in baseball. Bryce Harper was not a name I even knew. Really? He used to be in those commercials. He has a really nice beard. Uh-huh. I can't remember what the product was, but I talked about it a lot because I liked it. Um, he answers a hotel room door and like some guy wants to take a selfie with him. Does this ring a bell at all? I probably skipped over it because mm. he didn't look like a famous person okay. to me. Like It probably just didn't get sticky in my brain. Yeah, you know? I wish I could remember what that was. But like I don't... I think of baseball. It would be hard for me to put together a show sheet like this about baseball because... I sincerely don't know anything about baseball players. And I just feel like when I was growing up, there were much bigger names in baseball. Like, mm-hmm. even if you weren't a baseball fan, the way I'm not really a basketball fan, I know, like, Stephen Curry, mm-hmm. and I know, you know, Kevin Durant. And, like, these are all names. The top five names were were not surprises to me. Some of the lower ones are people I... I as a non-fan, wasn't familiar with. I'm not going to play it for you because we're here to talk about bas- basketball and I already got us off track. But the Bryce Harper commercial, I'm playing it for you on the screen here. Um, it's the one where a fan knocks on his hotel room door and wants to take a cell. It's for T-Mobile. Oh, yeah. Does this ring a bell? No, I kind of recognize it. But, and I mean, I can tell it's, they have to. They did have to put him in a baseball-themed onesie, yeah. which I would argue backs up my theory that there are no truly household names or very few truly household names in baseball well let's bring it back then to this basketball um commercial the lebron james one i assume he is not in uniform for this or is he this is sprite right this is for sprite and this is a fairly old ad he's i don't know if he's still the sprite pitch man he was for a long time and like did a ton of sprite Mm -hmm. ads um i think that he identifies himself in this as lebron james it's sort of a meta commercial where he's telling you that he would never just pitch sprite to you yeah i remember um you know he would never just try to sell you on Sprite and then he gives you all these use cases where like a Sprite would taste really good. Yeah. But he's not going to tell you to drink a Sprite. Yeah, it's very meta. I I remember, I'm going to watch it again now with you, but I remember liking this Yeah, he's so likable. You do like it? Because I thought you weren't so hot on it just from past conversations like years ago. I think it maybe was a little bit in heavy rotation and so Mm. it just kind of became grating. But looking at it now with fresh eyes, LeBron James is also, I believe... Well, he and Kyrie Irving are the two that stand out on this list as people who have also done actual acting in like movies mm. and other formats. You know, LeBron showed up in uh, that Amy Schumer movie, Trainwreck. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I that think acquitted, cute he acquitted himself reasonably well playing LeBron James. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to play like you know, Churchill or anything. Do you know that Superman was, was traded would, in Cleveland? True, I would. <laughs> Cleveland's fun for the whole family. Exactly. It's a lot of pro. That was before he was a Laker. Yeah. Um, yeah, why don't you play the Sprite out? Okay, cool. Let's take a listen to this. Let's get one thing straight. I never tell you to drink Sprite. Even if I was in a commercial for Sprite, which I am, I would tell you to drink it, no matter what that cue card says. Bruh, man, say it. Everybody's pointing at a cue card that says drink Sprite. It's very breaking down the fourth wall here. You see all the production people. No. Even if you just eating tacos with extra hot sauce and you were holding an extra cold Sprite and for some reason you're waiting for me to tell you to drink it, I still wouldn't tell you to drink that thirst quenching Sprite. There's a guy, there's a bunch of guys eating tacos and one of them is sweating because he just ate some hot sauce and he's staring at the Sprite, but he's not drinking it because LeBron hasn't told him to yet, I guess. I'd ask you, you want a Sprite? Once LeBron asked him, you want a Sprite? The guy was able to drink it. I like it. It does seem like it. 
it lacks a third act, which is maybe a weird thing to say about a 30 second commercial, no, but, but it's I, like a setup scene. Yeah. Now we're outside eating tacos for some reason, and then it just ends with the tacos. Like, I agree. Where it did feels, the tacos come from? It feels a little um, incomplete somehow. Um, but I think he acquits himself pretty well as an actor. Yeah. They do very little to identify him. I think one point somebody calls him LeBron, but really very quickly and it doesn't they don't need to do very much to explain to you who he is yeah yeah um and this again was a couple years old so i he's been uh, famous for a long time are we gonna give them all grades as we go then uh yeah like what what do we think that was deserving i give him an a yeah i think he gets an a all right not an a plus Ooh, are we gonna do pluses (laughs) i think well there's nowhere to go but up from here like what if we see one that's better yeah all right well i mean more than one i mean again we're not ranking more than one student can get an a and not in my class. We grade on a steep. We grade on wow. a strict curve. My God, I'm glad you're. Twenty percent are going to fail. Wow. Um, all right. So let's move on. One of the only other uh, basketball men I know is uh, Steph Curry of the you know Warriors. What, uh, interestingly, we all call him Steph Curry, and that's how I, you know, was aware of him. Mm-hmm. But I've been noticing in all the the things that I looked at uh, about him today, whether it was commercials or, or interviews or whatever. He is referred to now and always refers to himself as Stephen Curry. So I think he has like rebranded slightly. I think it might be backwards. I think really? it might be because I, when I first heard of him, everybody called him Stephen Curry. And it's not until like in the past couple of years that I feel like people have been just referring to him as Steph Curry. Oh, maybe I I'm, could be wrong. No, you're probably right. Um, I just happened to notice everything I listened to today, but maybe what I'm listening to was was old. I don't I don't know exactly when this is from. I guess it's from 2016. This 2016. one here. So this is for Chase Bank. He's done a couple of these. Yeah, now. and I should say I didn't always pull the most recent commercial with these uh, players because I was looking for things where they were actually having to do some actings, which isn't always the case. Like yeah. if it's just footage of them playing basketball with some. Ernest voiceover. Voiceover. It's like, what does that show you? That you need to sweat. Yes, to win. exactly. Like, yeah, they're good at basketball. That's not the same thing as what we're looking for here. Right. So this is the one I've seen this before. It's like he's practicing, right? He's in the gym somewhere. He's he starts by uh, dribbling two basketballs, which is silly to me because you only play with one in a game. But what if they one day change up the rules and like a, he's a super ahead. fun thing and like he's going to be so ready for that big rule change. He's thinking so that's why he's doing yes, this exactly. a basketball bound a dribbling a basketball in each hand. Right. I see cuz I was they thinking change the like, rules all the time. That is true and I was thinking like but there's no game day situation like just concentrate on doing one Yeah. because otherwise you're going to be confused. You're going to go out there it's going to be you but know, have you ever played a pinball machine where mm-hmm. they throw another ball in there yeah. sometimes? I mean, it, the NBA it could, could easily decide to do that one day. If we ever go to another basketball game, like in person, should mm-hmm. we take a basketball and Just throw it onto throw the, it court on the court at some point? Yes. Okay. Sounds good. I'll see you in jail. When we, <laughs> <laughs> If Seattle ever gets their team back, yes. watch out. Hey, we have a team. We just don't have a men's basketball team. Oh, um, all right, so this is uh, him. He's uh, he's uh, training. He's uh, he's bouncing two basketballs, and at one point, somebody even throws a, a tennis ball yeah, at him. He's, like, he's just like he's showing like his dexterity. A, a yeah. Tennis ball in one hand while he bounces, while he dribbles the ball with the other. Point is, he is very dexterous and can do many things that he can multitask while he is. Um, doing drills and i'll just uh spoiler spoiler alert tell you what happens here because it's gonna go by very quickly somebody comes into the gym carrying a bunch of takeout food it's lunchtime and uh and steph says i got this and then somebody throws him a phone and while he's still dribbling he just like 
pays with one tap. Yeah, it's, it's like for Ven- Chase. It's for Chase's like Venmo-ish product. Right, so exactly. Let's take a listen to this. He's got the two balls practicing for that great day in NBA history when they changed the rule. Now he's throwing a tennis ball hey with guys, one hand. Lunch is here. This on me, fellas. With the Chase Mobile app, Stephen Curry can send money to more people in less time. Thanks, Steph. No problem. Even to friends that are growing. It's carrying like two little bags of food, and the total cost was eighty-five dollars. Come on, fellas, let's go. Easy to use Chase technology. They probably get good take, good takeout. Not tons of acting. He's a millionaire. Yeah, not tons of acting in there. Mostly just showing off. Mostly showing off, um, which leads me to believe that he's um, not the greatest actor. He. This this other ad that I see you have here, which we love a lot, with with him and Serena Williams, mm-hmm. um, is another one where it's mostly focused on his, uh, you know, athletic abilities. Yeah, this next one we talked about this once before because we find it really charming. This is from last year, two years ago, I think. Um, and Steph Curry is clearly, um, you know, about to go on a TV show somewhere, and we see a page walking him to the green room. Steph Curry walks in the green room, and he sees Serena Williams in there. She's chatting on the phone to somebody. He also sees that there is a uh, ping pong table. So he says, "Do you play?" She gives him a look like. Seriously, bro. And then they uh, start playing uh, ping pong and they kind of end up smashing up the place because it gets really competitive. And they start like, again, I just keep saying Venmoing. I guess they keep chasing the money. Uh, They keep on using the app to to send money to the page uh, every time they break something, which is... uh, when I was looking for this today, the first thing I landed on was a 90-second version of this. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, I've never seen this before. That'll be cool. I'll play that for Genevieve. This is a great example of not needing 90 seconds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially for us, because a lot of it is just the action of the two of them going back and forth, you know, on the table tennis court, um, breaking things. But there is one funny thing. In this one, the page and Steph are just getting to the green room door, and you'll hear the kid say something like, you know, text me if you need anything. But in the longer version, I, I should have kept it in here, um, the the kid says, so it's okay if I send it to you? And we don't know what he's talking about. And Steph's just like, yeah, yeah, I'll give you some feedback if you need any or something like that. And he's like, okay, well, if you need anything, you have my phone number. Here's the green room. So that's kind of left out. But it is kind of funny that the other commercial begins with this kid Pitching something to they Steph don't ever Curry, explain what they it don't is. Say what it is? Like, he's not a producer. You can't greenlight your screenplay. Exactly. And like, what kind of feedback? He's a basketball player. Is yeah. it this kid playing basketball? He's just like a short little guy. Like, I don't know. It's kind of funny though. But um, this is the uh, non-extended version. This is the one that was broadcast on TV. They're just walking down the hallway and getting to the green room. You're gonna be hanging out in here. So if you need anything, text me. Mm-hmm. Do you play? So they're playing table tennis. He knocks over a lamp. She just looks... I mean, I know that she's an incredibly beautiful woman, but she's so awesome in this. Yeah. She, you know, they're, conceivably, they're about to go on to a late night show, right? That, so she's that's what like she looks like. She's, she's wearing like she's wearing like a very fancy kind of sequin skirt. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's probably the, the idea is that it's a late night talk show. I, as you know, don't watch basketball, so I don't have really a dog in the NBA fight. But if I have any feelings about Steph Curry at all, it's a little bit like... He was going up against Cleveland, like in the championships three years in a row when LeBron was still in Cleveland. And I'm from Cleveland. So if anything, I'm rooting for Cleveland. And so therefore, I don't have a beef with Steph Curry, but like I 
don't necessarily like him you or that didn't Steph really Curry, like him. He doesn't, Andrew doesn't have a beef with you per se. <laughs> right, right. But like, you know, you'd have maybe like, I root for Cleveland, so therefore right. I don't celebrate Steph Curry the way the rest of the country does. But it was actually this commercial that I think just kind of broke me a little bit. Yeah. Like seeing these two together and they're not doing much. They're just playing ping pong. Serena's actually doing a lot. I mean, I think she's such a With great... With her face, you mean? Yeah, I yeah. think she actually does a, a, as a talented actress uh, and we've seen her in so many things and we could do you know a whole show on just Serena's commercials. Um, but... Uh, I think she does a lot with a little here. Like she has very few lines, but she's conveying a lot. Yeah, with her face, she she looks incredulous at times, um, a little boastful. I'm not going to finish that because uh, there's no need. Like it's yeah. the sound of things getting smashed. So what do we up. think of Steph Curry as an actor? <sighs> I feel like they're limiting his acting. Yeah, I think I think there's a reason why we couldn't find anything where he has like an extended monologue like uh, LeBron had. You know, B. Yeah, I'll give him a B. So. The passing grade. Maybe Steph took two out of three against LeBron in the uh, in the actual championships. But, but here at ATM, LeBron <laughs> gets an A and Steph Curry gets a B. Uh, okay, uh, I don't think I've seen a lot of these other ones that you have stacked in here. This is uh, with Kevin Durant. Yeah, um, this one makes me laugh so hard. This is uh, just Kevin Durant, uh, who so many of these guys, by the way, are Warriors, are Golden State Warriors. So mm-hmm. He's like of the of the top ten who get like the most endorsement money, at least three. And I want to say four of them were Golden State Warriors. It makes sense. Players. I mean, they were, they're on the top, right? And they probably still are. I yeah. Don't know. And they just have a lot of like big names. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Durant, another one that like me, a uh, total neophyte, like knows the name, of course. Um, this is just a shot, a single shot of Kevin Durant looking down at his face while he's on a weight bench and he's pumping like he's he's doing bench, bench press presses yeah mm-hmm. and he is mentally listing off his grocery list uh and then gets to a point where he's listed so many things that he realizes he needs to write this down somehow and then it's a it's an ad for you don't have to write it down you can put it in your google assistant oh okay but just so you know you're just seeing him working out but it's probably hard to look convinced like convincing like you're working i don't know why i'm trying to like stack the deck for kevin here but you know he has to look like he's working out even though there's a camera right above him and he's also doing the voiceover of his of his grocery list. Spinach, taco seasoning, pepper jack cheese, avocados, crab legs. Can I just say? I know you said this, but I want to reiterate because I had, I don't think I've seen this before. He's just thinking it. This right. is all happening in his head, but he is using his face to look like while he's. The way you look when you're yeah. thinking of a list. Like, you know, putting his eyes up and just kind of like, oh, uh, yeah, what else do I need? Right. I, I like this. Coffee. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. Gummy bears. That's a lot. I got, I got to write some of this stuff down. <laughs> That's great. Isn't that That's del- really good. Is that not delightful? It's yeah. so simple. It's such a simple concept. I think Google did a really good job with it. Um and I think that he really sells it to me in a way. And and actually, you know me, I'm a sucker for a good use case. Like mm-hmm. that made me think. Like, yeah, I have so often been in in a situation where I am making a mental list, and I do need to sit down. I go and then I got into my phone and I like painstakingly type it into my my list app. Mm-hmm. It would be nicer if I had, you know, just a simple way of doing it. Well, listen, I don't want to. Um, be hyperbolic here but there's nothing else that there's nothing he could do to improve his performance in yeah. this commercial as far as i'm concerned i'm willing to give him an a plus a plus a plus kevin durant good job kevin 
Uh, I really like that commercial. Um, can I? Uh, I know that you hate women, but do you mind if I just throw a couple of WNBA players in here at this point? Sure. What does the W stand for? <laughs> Women, but it's spelled with an X instead of an A. <laughs> um, so this one, oh man! So this one is for uh, ESPN Sports Center. They have really funny commercials, and they yeah. have for decades now, right? They have their whole. It's just so good. So really, this is a promo, not a commercial. Yeah, I found a pretty funny one with um, Giannis on. Anadokopo. I know who you're talking about because I've seen that name around now, but I don't know. The... He's the one who recently a video with him went viral because a little girl brought her oh, art yes. to show him, and he like came back from around the table and like gave her a big hug, and yes. it was just like so tears great. everywhere. Um, anyway, there's a really funny one. He's Greek. They call him the Greek freak. Mm. And there's one with like all these sports center guys coming up to him and dropping a plate in front of him and yelling, "Opa!" And finally, he's like, you know, we actually nobody does that in Greece. <laughs> and that's the Sports Center one. Yeah, yeah. it was just they're always didn't... very minimal. There's no music. It's yeah. always just the sound of the office setting. You can hear the buzzing and like of the, the players. He's he's in his uniform, but he's sitting at a cubicle like he works there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but because he didn't have very much to do, I didn't include it. Yeah. Um, well, this one let let's let's watch it. This is um, one of those. It's a quickie. It's probably like twenty seconds or something. They're in the sports center offices somewhere, as often these are. And you have um, you have Sue Bird, of course, the Seattle Storms. This is an old commercial. This is at least ten years old. Uh, she's sitting at a little table with somebody named Diana Tarazi of the Phoenix Mercury. She's in a bunch of other stuff too. She must be one of the biggest names in the WNBA as well. And. I believe it is Scott Van Pelt, a young Scott Van Pelt, who walks in on them and they're making a list. So is this really old? Yeah, this is at least 10 years old, I think. Uh, Well, this says uh, this was published by SportsCenter to YouTube on their channel in 2014. So I think I'm exaggerating. This is probably from 2014. And Scott Van Pelt just looks super young for whatever reason? I think that's him. Can you tell? It's it's kind from, of grainy, but he's like a tall, white, bald guy with a shaved head. I mean, that head sounds and like glasses. Scott Van Pelt. Yeah, Let's I mean, not, you know. Um, and uh, but anyway, so Sue and Diana are sitting at this table in a cubicle, working on a list. And because it goes by quickly, I had to rewind it. I'm going to tell you. Uh, I think Scott says, "What are you guys working on?" And they say, "A list of the cutest guys in the office, or something along those lines." That's what she says. I, it's hard to hear. Take a listen. What are y'all working on? Uh, working on a list. Cutest boys in the office. Really? Who, uh, who's number one? Got Steve. Steve, I can see ya. Good looking guy. What, uh, what about number two? Who's two? Dan. 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 Can I, um... So obviously he is concerned that he is not right. uh, high up on this list. I think maybe they're... Uh, we probably have listeners who watch Sports Center. I think there's like it's broken into four hours. Maybe there are four different Sports Center hosts at any given time. I'm not sure. Thank you. It's a great list. <laughs> so he picks up the list, doesn't see his name on it, puts it back down. I just think that's interesting because I mean I don't know her entire history, but Sue Bird is married to a woman. 
So like the yeah. idea of Sue Bird being in, and, you know, maybe she likes guys too. Like yeah. who knows? But like, it it's, just seems a little bit odd that sports and be like, hey, Sue Bird, sit down and make a list. You know, the joke is making a list of the cutest boys in the office. That feels, maybe I'm overthinking it. No, a little bit, I agree though. with you. I for one thing, and I you, I know that the if you reverse the sexes or the races is not always a good test. In fact, it's often a bad mm-hmm. test. But I can tell you, I would not like that commercial if it was sexes reversed. You know, if it was oh, like, oh, I mean, oh. imagine two male athletes sitting down and making a list of the hottest girls in the office. That would be yeah. straight up awful. That part doesn't bother me in this case, only because of the reverse, uh, you know, leaving out, you know, whatever her orientation is just like I, I because of the history of sexism that in this case, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother. It doesn't make me feel like, oh, men are being objectified or whatever. It just feels like sort of reductive Mm -hmm. and and a little bit like there's a there's an element of like wait they're not they're not they're not middle school girls like they're professional athletes it feels a little bit like putting them in a box especially if one of them is not even straight yeah it feels like putting them in this box that I think female athletes have worked hard to get out of. I see what you I mean, just yeah. don't like it as a topic for men or women. I don't. I wouldn't like it if I if men were doing it, and I don't particularly like it when women are doing it. Okay, well, um, I'm not saying like, look, yes, everyone anywhere that you has who has who has ever worked in a group has at some point either thought or said to another trusted colleague like who they think is cute at the office. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that doesn't happen or that you should go to like you know sexism jail if you do mm-hmm. that. Yeah. but it just feels like. A stupid premise for an ESPN Sports Center. It's funny because the only time I can ever think of having that conversation, I was being spurred on by a woman. Yeah. I won't say her name, but we were watching football. This is a mutual friend of ours and a woman I worked with. Uh, and she also likes women, but she was like, so who do you think is the hottest person in the office? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like in a trusted setting, everyone's probably had that conversation or that thought. But I, this, this to me feels like a little just sort of pointless and by the way my theory in that conversation is that my friend wanted me to say her (laughs) and again without giving any details the person i did say because i really struggled with i was like i don't know and i really just didn't i'm like "Ah." and then when i did say the person i said she laughed at me and told me i was wrong so that's really (laughs) stuck with me it was a very weird conversation yeah see i don't have a lot of conversations like that and i think that it made me so uncomfortable that's why i still remember it this is like five years ago yeah no one wins in that conversation really um all right uh okay so here's one more sue bird commercial this is for american express this was posted uh uh to youtube in 2008 so it's 2008 or older this is more than 10 years old um it's a little tough to follow. Um, you see a crowded kind of, it looks like a New York deli diner. I'm sorry, not diner, a New York deli, like a takeout deli slash grocery store kind of place. Okay. There's a bunch of people waiting um, for their order. They've all placed orders for sandwiches or soup or what have you. Um, and uh, and then the guy who's calling out the numbers keeps on calling number 10, number 10 and nobody's answering and then finally he yells number 10 and then you see sue bird who's dressed in like street clothes she rips away her street clothes and she's wearing her basketball uniform and it says number 10 on it and she goes to the front and she grabs her food so let's take a um listen to this number 10 number 10 number 10 
So um, she rips off her, I guess she was wearing her jersey all along. She rips off her street pants or whatever, like stripper pants, I guess. And she's wearing her basketball shorts and she goes into basketball mode. And now she's like going through the crowd, slapping everybody's hands and kind of like, you know, pumping them up as if they were getting ready to go into the court. Woo! Here we go. She she gives the uh, proprietor her American Express card. He runs it, and she takes her order. And it says, uh, on the screen, it says, American Express, the official card of passion, the official card of the WNBA. Number 11. And then they start calling number 11, and you just see some, like, kind of schlubby guy looking down at number 11 and unsure because I feel like, I guess the joke is there's now a lot of pressure right. on him to, to perform. put on a perf- performance. Yeah. The joke at the very end is kind of funny, but everything else does not make sense to me in this at all. No, I agree. I, and it's American Express, you know, it's not like they are hurting for mm-hmm. um, experience and making good ads. I mean, they have some iconic ones um, and they obviously can afford to, to pay for good production. Um, it just seems like a sort of a half-baked premise. It really does, yeah. yeah. Um, and they, I mean, listen, it's a little bit hard to judge her acting. I, I would say I like her a little bit more in the first one with who I think is Scott Van Pelt. Um, the second one, I think she isn't asked to do a lot here, but... Does not do a great... Doesn't do a great job, great and all she's got to do is be like kind of... I'm going to say B minus yeah, tops. Yeah, unfortunately. B not, minus. Not great. Um, this is why people don't like women's basketball. <laughs> I would say that if it was just, I, I think it's the um, they can't act the Sports Center one that actually brings it up. If it was just the American Express one, we might be looking at a C plus territory. And if you get a C plus, you got to get your parents to sign your yeah, homework and bring it back to correct. us. So she. Uh, oh, while we're doing this, by the way, um, that Diana Tarazi person who is in that. Uh, she's the Phoenix Mercury player who is also in that uh, ESPN one. This is a commercial that she's in. And then I'll, sorry for hijacking this video, and I'll give it back to you. But this is a very weird commercial, too, I think, because it's unclear what it's for. I guess it's for Doritos. <laughs> I want to say Doritos. We see this is this. <laughs> this also was posted in 2008. So this is pretty old. Pretty bad quality, but we see a mom and her two kids. Have they made an an ad with a WNBA player since in like the last 10 years? These all feel so old. Well, you know, Sue Bird isn't playing anymore. And she was the first name I know, so I looked her up. And then when I just typed in WNBA players in commercials, I just did a very, very brief. Yeah. And um, this is the other one that came up, but... I think if I knew more players' names, maybe. Like, maybe, I, I don't know. But I think you're, I mean, it's it's going to be a much lower, just a, just a different game altogether yeah. from from N- NBA players. I look for some Swin Cash commercials. Remember Swin Cash? She oh, played for the yeah. Storm. I loved her. Yeah. I mean, I think like in terms of female athletes who are getting all the endorsement dollars, I assume Serena's just got all of the dollars yeah maybe now listen i found plenty of commercials for the wnba i found commercials with a bunch of local sports people for like almost psa kind of stuff yeah but like we're a, talking about endorsement campaign yeah yeah uh, but in this one you have a mom and her two kids they're in the grocery store and they're in the doritos aisle there's tons of doritos behind them the little boy is in the grocery cart sitting in the cart you know proper style so i'm gonna put him at four three or four maybe sure the little girl is older, probably like eight, 
or something like that, 8 to 10. And, uh, you know, she looks a little bit bored. And then um, the mom grabs a bag of Doritos and starts playing, like, kind of fake basketball with it and passes it to her daughter. Ten seconds left on the clock. Mercury down by one. Penny Taylor's open on the wing. Anna passes her the ball. And the crowd is going crazy. And he shoots. Now the little girl is going to shoot a basket, whatever that means. In Probably this. into the cart. Into Yeah, okay, that's what she's shooting for. But she overshoots. Okay. And the bag goes sailing over the shelves and into the other aisle. And they look scared. Then they land on the floor in front of a pair of sneakers, and I'll bet you it is Diana Tarazi who's going to pick this bag up. Tarazi grabs a rebound and lays it in. Oh, I was totally wrong. She didn't throw that over the aisle. She just threw it and missed the cart. Um, Sorry about that. It really looked like it was going... Because it went really high the way it was shot, but it was just... The editing in this is for shit. Yeah, everything's kind of for shit in this. Let's pick this up. Tarazi grabs a rebound and lays it in. This is Michelle Tims of the Mercury. Our season tips off May 21. Okay, this is where things get bonkers. It never says is, anything about Doritos on the screen. Also, quick question. At all. Is Phoenix in Australia? <laughs> and then suddenly a very fast-talking either Kiwi or Australian woman <laughs> starts talking about how you can get tickets <laughs> <laughs> to see a Mercury game. And she says, opening night performance by Lil Romeo. Nice. Like, I get I like sh- all of this. This commercial is so confusing. There's nothing they about Doritos. They never say anything about Doritos. But clearly these are Doritos. Right. Let's take a listen to this ending again. This is Michelle Timms of the Mercury. Our season tips off May 21. Don't miss our performance by Lil Romeo and free visors. Okay. <laughs> what the hell is happening? I'll take it. I don't know. Not- I mean, Diana Taurasi is the least weird and bad thing about that Least ad. weird, but not a great no. actor. No. I, I mean, B minus, C, C plus. Let me put it this way. No one got a summer home out of this ad. <laughs> yeah, somebody, I, hope, I hope to God somebody got a bag of Doritos. Uh, yeah, at best, though. C? C plus? C. C. Yeah. Sorry. You will have to have your mom sign that. Um, yeah, get back to us, Diana. Um, I assume that you are now an announcer or color commentator. Um, uh, okay, Veeves, thank you for letting me do that. Now back to you. I thank have you not for seen virtue signaling one. as usual. <laughs> we all appreciate it. Um, so who's James Harden? He is a player, as I learned today, for the mm. Houston Rockets. But I, can I tell you? Are you sure he's not in one of the um, Avengers movies? James Harden sounds like an actor's name to me. Well, he doesn't have like a franchise, like a Born Identity-esque franchise. I don't know of a James Harden okay. who's an actor. All right. Um, there's a James Corden who is a talk show host. Yeah, it's not him. Um, this is an ad for State Farm, which I really enjoyed. Um, he is in it with the guy who played um, Oscar from The from the Office. Oh, okay. Name I don't remember, but you would recognize him, of course. Yeah. Um, and he's also there with another player who I believe is also a Houston Rocket named Chris Paul. Okay. But um, Harden is really the the, uh, the runaway star here. So what it opens on in, in a kitchen um, that I believe is Chris Paul's kitchen, but James Harden is microwaving a carton of Chinese food. Mm. He is neglected to remove 
the little wire. Oh, I think about that every time. Yes, which is they really, you know, you can really can really get you if you are not thinking. Yeah, I don't think they have them anymore. Yeah, most of them have removed the metal because everybody microwaves their Chinese food. Mm. But he's microwaving his Chinese food in the microwave uh, with the metal thing on mm. it, and predictably, the microwave explodes. It's a good thing you kept your phone. Okay, so right as it explodes, suddenly they just cut to the future, and now they're all standing in a very charred kitchen. Which, by the way, if the kitchen had really been that damaged, James Harden would be in the hospital. <laughs> At best. If he's still on Earth. Yeah, right. Uh, and now, you know what? I think the guy from The Office... He's been in a bunch of these, huh? He has, he's, yeah. He's he, playing he plays the an agent, agent. right? Okay. And I think he plays an agent in a number of these uh, commercials. And just to be clear, not an agent like the Born Identity type of agent, but an insurance You're agent. really focused on, do you need to watch the Born movies tonight or something? Like, you're really focused on it. I don't know. It's a good thing you kept your fire extinguisher up to date. Don't worry about the smoke damage. I can help. What did you do to your kitchen? What did you do to my kitchen? I ain't do nothing. It's easy <laughs> to, that's not me. I can, like, so, he has a beard just like me. <laughs> what he's t- what he's talking about is on the wall next to where the microwave is exploded, there is a, like, a clean patch mm-hmm. where the where the explosion didn't mm-hmm. blow off everything on the wall, and it's shaped exactly like James Harden. Okay. He's clearly, like, he's got a very distinctive long beard. Yeah. Um, he's just got a really, like, sort of distinctive profile. I recognize his face now. Yes, he's I got a, he's got a famous face. I that was his name, but yeah, he's the basketball player with the really big, bushy exactly. beard. I like this and guy. And so they ha- they've taken advantage of this physicality that he has to, like, have an outline of him on Chris Harden, I'm sorry, um, Chris Paul's wall um, that clearly is him having ducked out of the way of the exploding Chinese food. Right. And it, but it also is clearly his fingerprints all over this disaster. It's almost like in a cartoon when like the wily e. Coyote runs yes. through a wall and it leaves the perfect imprint behind of his shape. What did you do to my kitchen? I ain't do nothing. It's easy to, that's not me. I can, like he has a beard just like me. You know, like, I, I mean, the beard is pretty dope, you know, honestly. Are you serious um, right now? That's not me. <laughs> that is great. Can I just tell you? A. A plus. A plus? I, he, this is, a plus? This is the one I was the most excited about sharing with you. Because really? okay. in the same, because isn't it State Farm that has um, Aaron Rodgers and Clay Matthews? Or is, oh, or is that the other um, one? I think it, I think so. I think, uh, anyway. Wait, and now I'm confused. Are those the same ones where they also have the agent now? The annoying yes, agent? the annoying one okay, who, right, who, yeah. who makes it go away. Yeah. I never use the restroom. Uh, yeah. I just meditate make it go away. I think that I like, I love this pairing of Chris Paul and um, James Harden mm-hmm. so much. I think that they should totally keep this going and have them become like a Clay Matthews versus slash in love with yeah. Aaron Rodgers partnership in the same way. I think they have a really good chemistry uh, and I'd love to see more of them. And this is the most acting anybody's had yes. to do. And I think and he, he does really it really well. It. It's funny. It's it's laugh out loud funny. I wish there was an acronym for that. Yeah. Like, I actually think they kind of put, uh, or Harden puts LeBron to shame. Mm-hmm. LeBron is clearly very comfortable in front of the camera, but he's a little wooden. He's, I, you know, it's funny because I was going to say he's got an ease and a charm, but I guess that is not this. I guess that can't be true and him being wooden. Well, no, I, I think we are saying the same thing. Like he's comfortable in front of the camera. He's got a lot of charisma. Um, but when 
James Harden is saying like that's not me. I mean the beard, yeah, sure. Like it looked like he could. You gotta admit the, the beard's kind of he's interrupting himself. Yes, he's actually doing a performance, and I don't see that with LeBron. I see LeBron being a, a very likable guy named LeBron James. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, okay, now we have Kyrie Irving. He so, used to play for the Cavs, right? I believe that's correct. He played with LeBron. I think so. What he's best known for on this podcast is having been. Um, the you know the old man basketball player from the movie or from the first from the Pepsi campaign and oh, then the movie the movie which is I, do we have to look it up I can't, I can't believe I had to for, I didn't I looked this up earlier and then um, Uncle Drew Uncle Drew all right uh, okay so I have not seen this one this is Nike of course I mean it's I can't believe it's taken us this long to get to a Nike commercial. Yeah, there are plenty of Adidas and Nike commercials out there. I think it's more fun when they do things that are not strictly, oh, strictly basketball related because it forces the advertiser to think of something kind of interesting or an interesting way to use the, yeah. the athlete. Um, I'm already getting the impression this is going to be kind of your... Because I see there's a quote, my dad sacrificed his dream so I could live mine. This one is super just earnest. Do it. it makes me think of that uh, Larry Fitzgerald ad for Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Where, like, it's just a sad story, but heartfelt story about, like, the parent in his life who made everything possible for him and gave up everything for him and inspired him. Um, this is with Kyrie Irving playing one-on-one with his dad while he voiceovers the story of how his dad raised him. Um, and what that what this means to him, and I gotta say, like it's pretty effective as an ad. Um, so what you're hearing is this voiceover, but what you're seeing are these um, are these two men playing one on one in an empty arena. When was the last time we played, though? Who? It's been a while. Gotta redeem myself now. <laughs> this time. <laughs> oh man, what better place? I said arena. It's obviously the garden in Boston. My mom passed away when I was young. So my dad had to raise my sister and I alone. He was a great player. He even tried out for Boston once. But he sacrificed his dream so I could live mine. Good shot. Remember what you told me? If I could beat you, I could beat anybody. He's the reason I wear number 11. I want to be the reason no one else will. I'll never give up. You know that. You got me. I know, right? You got me. Pretty sweet. That's pretty sweet. And and he's saying, I want to, I want it to be the reason no one else will. He wants them to retire his jersey. That's right. really sweet. Now, he's not the guy who was always taking his shirt off. And even Obama teased him for taking his shirt off too much. Do you know who I'm talking about? I do remember Obama teasing somebody about taking his shirt off. Who was that? Let me look. Why do I bring these things up if I don't even... Oh, J.R. Smith. Oh, That's okay. right. Who actually, I think made a really bad mistake by not paying attention to where they were with the game clock or the shot clock last year in the um in the uh, Oh, is he the one the who finals. effed that up? Yeah, I believe that's him. He's oh, kind boy. of a goofball. He's kind of a lovable and hateable goofball if I remember that. My sports hullabaloo. knowledge. Yeah. Okay, well, is that the only one with Kyrie Irving? Yeah, it was the most actorly. I mean, you know, I didn't yeah. want unless you want to watch the entire Uncle Drew catalog. I do. <laughs> Can we do it now? Yes. 
Let's just, um, let's just well, clock out early and watch Uncle Drew for the rest of the night. Listen, it comes Game of off, Thrones can wait. It, it comes off as very um, believable, this interaction between him and his dad. And yeah. there is an amount of acting in there, but it does go towards the spectrum, the part of the spectrum that you're talking about before, where it's him being himself. Yeah. Like, so... I don't know, but we gave, you know, LeBron an A. Yeah. I'm going to give him an A. I think it gets an A. All right. Kyrie gets an A. Um, okay, now now we're really getting some people I've never heard of. Yes. Damian Lillard of the Trailblazers. Yeah, I didn't know this name, again, as a total uh, neophyte, but I like this ad a lot, and there's a lot of people in it who I also had to all look up. Um but he uh, he's sitting on the couch. He's clearly a young, up and coming player. Um, obviously, a, obviously a huge star, but still in his in, in his heyday. He sits down. He's on the phone with some un, unknown, unidentified person. Uh, there are a bunch of guys sitting around his living room, uh, and he sits down and starts talking to the people on the phone about this Adidas purchase that he's made. He's holding an Adidas bag in one hand. It just picked up some fresh Adidas gear from Foot Locker. Look good, play good, right? The last thing I want to be is one of those guys that never won a ring. <laughs> so, okay. When he says one of those guys that never won won a ring, he suddenly realizes that to his uh, left are sitting uh, two football players who never won a, a ring. Oh, do you know who they are? Uh, I do because I looked this up, and okay. they are uh, Barry Sanders. Okay. And uh, someone named Ladanian Tomlinson. Okay. Uh, I knew the name Barry Sanders, but not Ladanian. Um, so he says that, and they look at him, and so he then quickly tries to course. They give him a really dirty look. They and give he's him a like, dirty look. Oh hell, what I just yeah. say? Yeah. So he tries to course correct. The last thing I want to be is one of those guys that never won a ring. <laughs> wow, Barry Lt. I meant one of those basketball players that never won a ring. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and now we have another guy in the room who's giving him a really dirty look. Yeah, and that apparently is Chris Weber. Okay, former uh, basketball player. Okay. No, Chris, I didn't mean you. I meant one of those legends who lost in the finals over and over. <laughs> and then standing in the door, <laughs> holding a plate of burgers from the barbecue, is Carl Malone. The, Carl the Postman Malone, who I guess never won a championship. And he looks devastated. <laughs> and angry. And, and just mad. over it. <laughs> like, so we never even saw him standing in the window before. <laughs> Burgers are ready. <laughs> Carl, come back, Carl. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> that is great. I wouldn't have got, I mean, actually the thing is, if that had come on TV, I don't have to know who the players are yeah. necessarily. They make the I, joke It's clear. not going to be quite as funny because I don't have the context for it, but it's very clear what's going on. Yeah. So, um, I think that's a, I think the joke of that commercial works really well. Yeah. I will say that when he, and no one says on the phone to anyone. I just came back from Foot Locker and I bought a bunch of Adidas gear. Yeah, right. Yeah. Look, play good. Look good. What does he say? Yeah. Um, I think he does fine in this. The best part of the commercial is not his acting. It's, it's yeah. obviously the writing and actually Malone. Carl Malone yeah. delivers. I know. Uh, I would give our new friend Damian Lillard, I don't know, A minus B. I'll give him a B. Want to give him a B? Yeah. yeah. But Great. You know, I give the commercial an A plus. Absolutely. Good job, Foot Locker. I, okay. I think I, it was said, I said Adidas. It's. Both Foot Locker and Adidas are the sponsors there. Gotcha. Uh, Dwayne Wade, I know him. Yes. He's the guy who was in another world and he had the flip uh, glasses, right? Yeah, so close. Okay. So close. <laughs> uh, you know, Dwayne Wade, is a, he plays for the Heat. Um, I don't know his whole history. I think he's been around for a while. I did not know that he is married uh, to Gabrielle Union. Who's that? Uh, she's an actress. She's been in a ton of things. Uh, um, the, in the Bourne movies. 
Is she? No. <laughs> no, she's definitely not. Um, I first became aware of her in a great teen movie called um, Bring It On. Oh, is that one of the uh, dan- dance-off movies? Cheerleading. Cheerleading. She I've plays seen part the, of that. Like the, rival, the cheerleader whose routines are stolen. I've seen the end of that with you because who, who's... Um, She's been in lots of other things, by the way. She's very accomplished. That's just how I Who's the other main character in it? Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay, so anyway, so this is Dwayne Wade and his wife, Gabrielle and, Yes, and they're having like a work-off competition. Work-off, excuse me. Work-out oh, okay. uh, like competition with each other. Like who will, who can do the most working out in a, like a gym. Are you and they start out drinking their Gatorade and now they're like doing push-up competitions. Like jumping jacks. So when he kind of like, at first she kind of taps out a little bit, but then he taps out and then she gets stronger and starts beating him. And that's when you hear her yell, NBA superstar, huh? Okay, um, fine commercial. It's what I expect from Gatorade. I mean, there's not a lot of acting. She does more acting than him. She's I a professional like. actress. Oh, right. So that probably that explains why that yeah. is. Um, I'm rewatching it now. He's making some faces. He's excited when it sort of seems like he's kind of winning the competition, whatever that looks like. He's concerned as he's starting to get tired. Uh, I mean, I don't know. There's just not a lot of acting in here. He he doesn't do anything bad. Yeah, but she carries the the load, the acting load, mm-hmm. understandably, because she, of course, does this for a living. Um, but I really couldn't find much with him that wasn't just him playing basketball. Mm. So I think he probably is one of those um, highly marketable stars who is not necessarily able to like carry the plot of a commercial with right, his acting. Right, right. So therefore... Um, was it Dwayne Wayne was yes. the guy in uh I mean I, I know of I know the name Dwayne Wade, by the way. I yeah. was just, now what I want to do is if I can find a scene with Dwayne Wayne of a different world, which was a nineteen eighties uh, Cosby show spinoff, can that help the grade of Dwayne Wade? <laughs> Let's just see what happens. Okay. Kadeem Hardison is that actor's name, by the way. Okay, Dwayne Wayne just walks into a party, he's dancing. He's got his iconic uh, glasses with the sunglasses flipped up. Oh, you know what? This is a very visual scene. He's dancing. He's got a tie wrapped around his forehead like he's a real wacky guy. While he's acting silly, there's a woman. Is this his girlfriend? Is this the main character? Is that Lisa Bonet? Andrew, I... I can't. I don't know enough about what's happening here to narrate this for us. Okay. Well, if you don't want to do a different world <laughs> podcast with me, I, I mean, I, I thought that we we're going to do after these messages talk about two things. Yes, right. Commercials and, and a, this, <laughs> it's a, different, and a world. different world. And I'm almost out of commercials. Right. Well, I actually think Kadeem Hardison uh, got kind of shortchanged. I thought he was a great talent. I wish he'd done more stuff. It is odd that he never said he was like the kind of the most known character well um the person who played after lisa bonet left she left yeah. after like the first early, season or yeah. something yeah um the woman who played like the kind of um jasmine guy i think was her name oh, yeah, she was probably right. the big star yeah, although marissa right. tomei was an actress on oh, that really? show believe it i didn't or not. know yeah. that okay enough Genevieve, i guess please? i can do it Genevieve, can <laughs> it's we a please world get back podcast. to commercials <laughs> god the listeners wish, don't have patience for your bullshit i would i would a hundred percent get down on some It's a Different World reruns. I, uh, maybe. I remember it being pretty bad, no? 
I remembered and really enjoying it. I don't really? know. Is it like kosher to watch it? I mean, it was like definitely a Cosby. Yeah, I'm you know, sure Cosby's in some of the early ones. He is in some of the early ones. Um, and he's obviously was like the probably the producer or something yeah. throughout its run. So I don't know if it's like a bad idea to watch it or what. But okay, what are we giving show. Dwayne Wade of the Heat? Is that the Orlando Heat? I think it was the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat. Um, I would say you know B minus. For what he does, he does a fine job. But yeah, yeah I don't does, even. I almost feel bad giving the minus because he doesn't mess anything up. It's just very little acting. Yeah, I think we. But we have to, you know, assume that if he was a better actor, they would. Yeah, have given him I mean, some you know, life. like in ice skating, you lose, you get a lower score if you choose a lower degree of difficulty. That's why you have to do the triple axle. That's correct. Foley. So close. Wait, is this podcast <laughs> going to be about another 48 hours? No, wait. Well, that's not 48 hours. That's um, Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. All right. Uh, so now back to you wrote this uh, pronouncer out. I did. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Okay. The, the Greek, the Greek freak. freak, as you say here. He plays for the Bucks, and he's doing a T-Mobile commercial. Yes. I haven't seen this. What's going on? What is going on? Oh, okay. It's just Giannis sitting in an empty like practice gym, um, and I'll, for some reason, like a little guy is in there with him, um, like a little white guy, mustachioed, like kind of, kind of jokey, <laughs> like kind of looking like a little jokey guy uh-huh. somehow. And when he recognizes Giannis as being an amazing player, um, he first d- demurs on playing one on one with him, but then he says, "Why don't we play horse?" Oh, okay. And then when they stand up, you see that the the white guy is like teeny tiny compared to Giannis. All right. Yeah, because, I mean, that's what Giannis's thing, right? Even, He's almost even seven feet in tall. the yeah. NBA, he is a very, very yeah, tall only, man. Yeah, only Taco Fall when he gets to the NBA will... Uh, no, that's not true. I don't know who's taller. All right, let's take a listen to this. You want to play some one-on-one? With you, the Greek freak. The all-star captain? No way. You know your stuff, huh? Yeah, I switched to Metro. With our coast-to-coast coverage, I never miss a game. Smart. Hey, how about some horse? Okay. I'll let you go first. <laughs> And so the first shot that... I'll just take an H. That's so smart. Make this smart. The first shot that Giannis takes is he like runs up, bounces it off the backboard, and then dunks it. And then which is going to be in. a very hard shot to uh, to copy. Because that's what... I, I forgot that that's what horse is. I get yeah. horse and pig confused. Pig is different, right? right? Pig is... You go and... Is there a basketball game called pig? I don't know. Oh. But horse, you have to recreate the shot. Yeah. So if someone like... Okay. Yeah. Whatever they shoot, you have to make the same shot and so that's why the guy says i'll just take the h right that's hilarious um there is something called pig basketball but anyway let's get let's let's not let me get us off track uh i thought that he did fine like it's really the little guy who's doing most of the acting here i think by the way from a writing perspective it's interesting that it's Giannis who's challenging the non-professional to a game because it's always a trope where some Yes. Little guy wants to take on the right. champs with right? varying results, right? And it's always a little bit annoying. They actually kind of let him be sort of a slightly jerky, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting because he's known as one. He he's beloved. He's a beloved figure. He's like, I think, just widely known to be like have this truly amazing personal story. He was like grew up really poor in Greece. Um, like basketball was his ticket out of there, but like not the way it is here, where like people like no one thinks to tell a Greek kid, hey, like, you could play in the NBA someday. Right. So he just has this really amazing personal story. And I think it's kind of interesting and funny that um, Metro, 
uh, which is T-Mobile's like, I guess, burner phone division. They acquired Metro, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, like, I don't know what Metro really is, but they're like cheap phones, mm-hmm. right? Or like I cheap plans. So. Um, the uh, That he's sort of like this slightly dickish guy to this other dude, you know? Like he immediately just like dunks on him literally mm-hmm. and is like basically follow that. Right. Um, I would say, you know, I was just rewatching it while the guy's talking. They're doing reaction shots. Giannis is, you know, acting with his face. All right. I'd give him a give him a B. I give him a B plus. Let's give him a B plus. I give him a B plus. I, I think room you know, to grow. I would. You know, um, yeah. I give him and opportunity his for improvement. A. Oops. But uh, okay, B plus. So that that's it. That's the end of the list here. Yeah. Um, mostly Bs. I would say we have to. No give... true. No true fails in there. No. G- well, yeah. Um, I think to Diana get... Tarazi, not, not great. great in the Doritos if, commercial. If you want to get some true fails, I think the fun thing to do is go and look at like the lower tier players who mm. are getting who are doing the advertisements for like the lower tier products. Yeah. You know, the cheaper products because then you get both lesser commercial making and lesser acting i'll put one together it'll be fun for baseball because you won't know any of I the people i probably won't know any of the people <laughs> so the only a pluses were kevin durant google assistant and um james harden yeah state farm we like them both Kyrie got an a with his nike commercial with his dad which seems a little like a slam dunk he just had to hang out with his dad. Um, and LeBron got an A. And LeBron got an A. Okay. All right. Uh, good job, everybody. Uh, congratulations. Right, but Kevin and um, Kevin and uh, James go to the head of the class. We are not the official podcast of the NBA, are we? I don't think so. I don't. We should look into that, though. We should. The official podcast of the NBA. I wonder if that's the uh, tagline that somebody sent in for us. Only one way to find out. Yep. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear the saying, only the of my Alright, before we get into these new taglines, um, let's start with this uh, voicemail. No, I guess an email we got from listener Dave, or where'd you get this? From this is Facebook? from email. Okay. Um, this, one, this one came from email. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, listener Dave wrote in, and we, we talked a couple of episodes ago about whisper campaigns. I, it is amazing how bad my brain is, because... I didn't see his note. I just saw that you had Dave sent us this. And I clicked and I watched it. I'm like, I wonder why he sent that. <laughs> it was only two and weeks ago. And then I was like, oh, did we do a show on whispers? We did a show about um, whispered taglines and whispered mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, voiceovers for commercials to convey the usually the sexiness of it, sometimes the seriousness of it. Um, this is, uh, and, and it's funny that Dave sent this because this was one that I looked at when we were planning our show and then I I for whatever reason didn't have time to include it but this is kind of like the original whispered tagline it's mm-hmm. for a perfume called of Nuance course. perfume Nuance yes <laughs> right on the nose Nuance. Nuance that's great and I'm surprised that's not a uh, NPR show from the early 1980s <laughs> oh my gosh well if we ever do if we ever need to like do a parody of an right, NPR yeah. show we've got our you're name. listening to Nuance where we explore all the angles of all the stories right here in the tri-state area yes Sounds like appointment listening. Um, this features young, a uh, very young Sean Young, uh, who Sean Young, Sean Young, yes, the temptress of the eighties. She was in Blade Runner, of course. That's the first thing I think of, and she was also in a remake of uh, of the Big Clock. That's right. Good look at you. Well, I only know that from you. It's called, because... it's called No Way Out. It's with Kevin Costner. Right, right. Was she overrated as an actress? 
because she's not. I mean, I love. Um, uh, <laughs> God, you just said it. How am I forgetting? Blade Runner. Blade Runner. I love Blade Runner. Yeah. That's a great movie. But I wouldn't say that she is a great actress in it. Now she plays somebody who I've always just taken it that her character is supposed to be off a little bit and stilted. Yes, her character is somewhat robotic, which is there's a reason ultimately for that. a good there's a good alert. reason for yeah. that. But it's hard to say. I mean, I think Sean Young, she was so like she was a particular kind of like 80s sexiness. Um, and I don't think she had a ton of range outside of that. The greatest Sean Young story, which many people have repeated, I'm far from the first person to repeat this, is that she was really angling for the Catwoman role in, I believe, the Tim Burton Oh, okay. Batman so this would have been movie. around 90, 91. And she showed up in full Catwoman regalia, what? like for the audition. Because this would have been Sean well Young past was her what, prime, right? Uh, I wouldn't say well past, but like a little past. Yeah. Um, and so, because she's not that different in age from... Michelle Pfeiffer who got the role but it's just that like Sean Young was widely thought to be crazy now I know we're all reassessing Uh, what crazy actress means in a a Me Too era but I think she might be like the legit case her and Anne Hage I don't even know why you find that so funny. I just know that she because Anne Hayes was legitimately yeah. crazy. Like she went, she went straight, really crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think Sean Young was sort of known to be like a bit of a kookster. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but she did appear in this nuance perfume probably before she was like a big name. Um, why don't you give this a play? I think it's mostly just a lot of like dewy, you know, gauzy close-ups of uh, beautiful men and women. Whisper to me. If you want to capture someone's attention, whisper. Whisper to me. If you want to capture someone's attention, whisper with nuance. Nuance as soft and as provocative as a whisper. Nuance lasts and lasts. And like a whisper, is impossible to resist. Whisper to me. (laughs) The guy is just like a mega 80s guy. Yes, super mega 80s guy. Pretty tight close up on his face just looking at the camera and he just keeps saying it over and over. Whisper. By Cody, when you want to capture someone's attention. I know he said this during the Whisper show, but you just can't see these without thinking of that uh, 80s or maybe even 70s SNL uh, perfume commercial, right? For one, the, the, the perfume for one night stands. Oh, right, yeah. Let me see if I can find it. Since it is, this is actually commercial related. This is not like going to, uh, oh, that's right. It was called Hey You. <laughs> Yeah. Did we play this when we were talking about? No, we played the one that was about um, the Calvin Klein parody of Compulsion. Oh, right, right, right. Well, this one, you, it starts in a uh, crowded 70s bar. Right. Not all women are looking for Mr. Wright. Sometimes they might just want a little company for the evening. That's why old Bab created Hey You. Just one whip. For those occasions when you can't afford to be subtle. Hey, you. All these men just start like sort of crowding around her. And she's like loving the attention. (laughs) Is that not exactly like nuance? We just see her. She's saying, hey, you. To a guy across the bar. This was such a great era. Like, it's so dis- it's such a disgusting bar, and uh-huh. it's so clearly just like a gross, 
like not even meat market. It's just like a a, a gross dive where like people just people are just going home with anybody. Yeah, and like I love that that's a setting for hey you. Yeah, and she's uh, <laughs> you know and she's she's loving it right. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Do you remember how this ends? By the way, I remember the first. Is she, is it, she just sneak out of the apartment in the morning. It's in the morning. It's like what we now call the walk of shame. Yeah. It's the broad daylight. She's in New York. If I recall, and she's still wearing her clothes, obviously from the night before, and she's just trying to get home. Yeah, in, like, like calling in, in taxi. Morning cr- in traffic. Hey, you, for that special someone you never expect to see again. <laughs> There's the morning. She's like smoking a cigarette, <laughs> waving down a taxi. <laughs> she's like tripping in her heels. <laughs> uh, so great. The perfume for one night. <laughs> I love that. Thanks me. When things are complicated. <laughs> All right. Thanks for that, Dave. Yes. And thanks for reminding a, me what I did on the show. That like is the Ur Whisper commercial. Um, and then we have a voicemail here. I haven't heard this. This is from Carol. This is from Carol. So Carol, as you oh recall last year, or excuse me, as you recall from last week, uh, we don't, don't bet on it. <laughs> um, we did a whole shout out to Schenectady. Uh, who we decided were all called Ernie's. Yes. Um, and this oh, good. So is this from one of our Schenectady listeners? No, this is from, ah, this is Carol. Where are you guys? Where are you guys? This is Carol from Philly. Um, and she has some thoughts on what we could really call uh, people from Schenectady. We haven't heard from any Ernie's. No Ernie's so far. Ernie's. Hi, Genevieve and Andrew. This is Carol calling from Philly. I'm not from New York. Never been from New York only occasionally go to New York, but I just wanted to say after listening to episode 177, I think the term you were looking for is Schenectarnies. Oh. Schenectarnies. That's it. Oh. Now we're out. <laughs> Shit. I love it. The Schenectarnies. Wow. Get Ernie's at for us. short. Get at us, Ernie's. I want to know who you are. Or if there's just one person Schenectady who just like decided to do like Like a listen big, to every show. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, thanks, Carol. Um, now it's time to talk taglines. Quick uh, update. We have... Um, Essentially, we there were a few that we liked. We liked ads without all the TV was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, hear commercials like you've never seen them before. I thought that was a pretty good one. Um, uh, commercials, TV free. That came from Tiffany. I thought that was pretty good. Yep. But I think we were really, really excited about hot takes on commercial breaks. Yes. That was from listener Chris, who also gave us what you were calling kind of the secret tagline uh cultural so, norms on commercial forms cultural norms on or in commercial form of i don't remember what the, <laughs> okay. i don't remember what the right. uh what the connector word was but um hot takes on commercial breaks everybody i even heard from taylor who said listen i was proud of mine but obviously that's better like let's all crown chris the winner but before we do that we did get two more and i want to I want to air them out here. We got this one, Kevin, our custodian friend, I guess now former custodian friend in Indiana. Hey, Genevieve and Andrew. This is Kevin from Indiana. Uh, While I'm certainly not going to be cultural norms in commercial forms, I still wanted to uh, throw my hat in the ring for your slogan. So here's my idea. After these messages, we're basically ad week. (laughs) Or alternatively, after these messages it's almost like ad week also i don't know if this is one of those things where it's only cool if you guys say it like i can't use that word. like, like you don't make fun of us right your word and it's not cool but uh yeah i don't know how this thing works just figured i'd uh 
shoot you a message, throw my hat in the ring for this uh, Love Over Gold book. Probably won't get it, but uh, wanted to leave this anyway. Bye. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, you're not wrong. You're not, you're not wrong. But we do hate you. And you're not getting the book. <laughs> uh, no, I like I it's not it's not untrue, but I'm not going to self own every week in the tagline. Well, I don't know if uh, Chris is listening right now because he's probably he's I worry that he's already spent his love over gold money. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think we have a challenger to the crown. This is a you strong, don't feel strongly. I mean, you don't feel as strongly as I, I, I don't, do. About but this. I'm not. But I don't disagree with you that this is a strong contender. I'm in a really tough spot because I like this a lot. This is coming to us from New York City. Hey, Andrew and Genevieve. Um, this is listener Simon in Manhattan, and I feel like I need to enter the tagline contest to, uh, you know, because there's the long legacy of Madison Avenue ad wizards. Look at this, Simon. He's a madman. Yeah. Coming in strong. <laughs> so um, I thought for a long time I was playing with, um, uh, after these messages, we break for commercials. But that's not the one. The the one that you want is after these messages, the podcast that's so ad it's good. <laughs> um, so that's my submission. Um, I hope you like it. I hope it sells. Um, it, it rhymes. It might chime. I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, do we say that a lot. I wonder. Do, yeah. we, do people know we said that we just stole that joke from uh, Veep? I don't know, but we stole that joke from Veep. <laughs> if it rhymes, it chimes. Yeah. Uh, thanks a lot. Um, love all the work that you're doing. With, <laughs> Wait, um, why that? Why do you laugh when you say "love all the work that we're doing"? Let's listen to Chris's uh, <laughs> derision here. Um, love all the work that you're doing is, um, <laughs> yeah, whatever it is that you're doing. So, whatever um, yeah, it is we're doing. It's like work doesn't Boy, feel like the right word talk, here. Somebody is wanted to, um, I guess, self-sabotage uh, <laughs> at the end there. Because I'll tell you what. I do love. So ad, it's good. The podcast is, is so ad, it's good. Good. It, that is solid. It is very solid. It's an excellent solid. tagline. The only reason that I am not pulled away from hot takes on commercial breaks is that so at it's good as a terrific tagline, but it doesn't quite say as, as much about what the show is. I mean, it's a great it's a great tagline once you know the show, but I feel like it doesn't quite explain the show in the way that hot takes on commercial breaks breaks does. Yeah, and maybe it's because it's new, and I already feel like I've heard hot takes. I mean, I love hot takes on commercial breaks, obviously, yeah. but so ad, it's good. So what are we going to do here? I don't know. Do we do a poll? Well, here's the deal. I don't want to just like have a binding yeah. poll. I don't want a binding resolution here, no. because I really want to think we about it. We answered to no legislative body. But I definitely think that I could use some maybe nudging from yeah. our listeners. So instead of a poll... If you feel strongly about this, and it's those two, those yeah. those are the two. I think two. it's those two. We're not accepting any more submissions. Yep, it is down to those two. If you want to make an argument, and by the way, I, I don't think that Chris and Simon should make arguments. They've made their arguments. They've yes. made strong arguments. Um, but listeners, the podcast that's so and ad, Simon and Chris, please don't make a bunch of sock puppet accounts just to like yeah. make this happen. My God, I mean, we're going to be investigating all of them. Yeah, there will be have. Yeah, we're gonna. This will all be. You know, we'll have election monitors. Don't worry. Simon 52, who spells <laughs> Simon with a five instead of an S. I know who you are. You're Chris. You're trying to 
confuse us. Um, all right, yeah, I don't know. 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 I mean, it's a good problem to have. Um, why don't you guys, like, email us, maybe start a thread on the Facebook page, yeah. have a conversation about it, because um, that's probably where good things will happen. If people are, yeah. like, reacting to each other, maybe we can put that on the Facebook page. And again, I don't want it to be a poll, because Genevieve and I are going to make up our minds on this. But, um, but, we'll, yeah. but we're ready to hear your arguments. Yeah, and um, you don't even have the book anymore, do you? <laughs> The book. What if we didn't even have? The I book? have it. I'll take a picture of it and I will post it to the Facebook group, okay. and that'll be the thread where people can weigh in. How about that? Yeah, that sounds really good. And um, and if I'll you're write not on Facebook. Email us. Um, yep. Well, yeah, t- so. now now all feedback is welcomes. Yeah. The podcast that's so ad, it's good, or hot takes on commercial breaks. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. And you guys, you guys are so awesome. So many cool, funny ideas that came in, and we love them all. They can't all win, but just the fact that you thought about it enough to give us a call and and bring us your fun and creative and funny ideas is so amazing and what makes it so much fun to do this quote-unquote work. <laughs> or whatever it is Or whatever it is we do. All right. Um, so we have a Facebook group. You can find it after these messages show on uh, Facebook. If you're not already a member, it's easy to become one. Um, it's a closed group. Just answer two very, very difficult questions. One yeah, of which I is, just are you a robot? robot. Yeah. Uh, and then you can email us after these messages show at gmail.com. That's after these messages show at gmail. And Vives, I'll let you give the voicemail number if you don't mind. Call us at 607 444 Five five nine seven six zero seven four 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 five five nine seven. These, what grade would you give us today? Oh, um, I think that we are we transcend letter grades. Wow, we probably get like a an ampersand or something. Really? Yeah, I mostly agree with you, but I'd probably just say B plus. All right, everybody, <laughs> we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Thanks. You can really sell it.